Hi there, I'm Paul Mitchell, leadership coach, author, and founder of The Human Enterprise. Welcome to Mentoring with Mitch, uh, where we answer your questions about leadership in all aspects of life, in your family life, in your organizational life, and in your community life. And today we have, uh, uh, well, not just one question, but a series of questions from a, an ex-supply chain manager uh, about young leadership. Let me read it through for you. How best for young leaders to work in a politically charged organisation where values or where the values espoused do not align with the values and use? So there's that lack of alignment. How can they influence the organisation to change without putting themselves and their careers at risk? How can they decide when it's time to leave and when it's time to stay or it's okay to stay? How can they manage the conflict between their own beliefs and their own values and the values they are asked to use while at work? That is a toughie. I've always used the ethical angel on my shoulder, hello there, as a way to direct my actions, but this is hard to do unless one has reached some level of financial security in life. I do not know what younger leaders are best to do in these days of ethically and less competent senior leaders. Whoa. So thank you for that one. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, there are some leaders that are uh, less competent and there are certainly some leaders that aren't as ethical. But uh, whether we've increased that number, I'm not quite sure. But I want to focus on what you can do. Now, first of all, acknowledge you are so spot on. It is really tough. Uh, when there's that big gap, what I call the integrity gap between what you're supposed to do, what's espoused and, and, and what you believe is the, is the thing to do. So what can you do? Well, the only thing you can really do, again, is to look at your own behaviour. So what are your choices? I see there's four main choices you can make. You can leave, what we call go and grow. I can't grow here. It's, I'm, a lack of, I'm feeling a lack of alignment here. I'm going to go and grow. A legitimate uh, choice. Then there's another one, stay and pray. Just pray that things will get better. That, that, that's a choice, but things rarely get better. You can stay and spray, you know, and what, you know, just spray everywhere. This is terrible. This is horrible here. The leaders don't do this. It's what I call the BMW syndrome. Beep, beep, bitching, moaning, and whinging. That really doesn't get you anywhere either. And the last choice is the one I want to uh, talk to you about and the one I'm suggesting. You can stay and play. Yep, stay and play. We see that life is a game. We also see that business is part of life and therefore business is a game as well. So what do you know about games? Well, great games have some rules. And here's some rules I think will really help you with this particular situation that you know, you're talking about that young leaders face. One, mutual trust and respect. That's the number one rule. You have to have mutual trust and respect in any relationship with leaders or team members or whoever. Secondly, there's a mutual dependency with your bosses. I know they have a lot of positional power and you may only have personal power, but they need you and you need them. The third rule is that you're both fallible human beings. You're as fallible as your boss. Your boss has certain talents or the leaders in the business have certain talents and they have vulnerabilities as well. And so do you. And the fourth rule is the one I want to use as a platform for looking at what you actually can do. And that fourth one is take responsibility. No matter what happens, take responsibility. So what's the stay and play strategy I'm suggesting that you do? It is upward 
management. And there's four key elements of upward management. Number one, know your boss. Know what her or his values are. Know what their vulnerabilities are. Know what their strengths are. Know how they're going to be managed. Know what keeps them up at night. Go to service. Help your manager lead and manage better. Um, that's the number one. Go to service by understanding your manager. Number two, as it says in the Temple of Delphi, know thyself. What are your values? What are your vulnerabilities? What are your talents? And what's your connection with authority figures? There's a syndrome which is not talked about much. It's called parental disapproval syndrome, where you really have this um, hang up about your parents and therefore it's projected onto any authority figure that comes into your life. A lot of people will project it onto their bosses. A lot of people will project it onto government because they don't want to be controlled. Is this part of it? Get to know yourself. The third thing is talk to your boss. Hey boss, here's what you do really well. Hey boss, here's what really helps me help you. Hey boss, um, here's what's not going so well for me based on my values. And hey, boss, can we sit down and talk about a better way of working, a way of getting more of what helps and lessening or eradicating um, what, what isn't helping? So talk, take responsibility. And the final piece of advice is to continue to develop the relationship. Continue to develop the relationship. Keep them informed about what you're doing. Um, keep asking them what's ahead for them. Is anything that you can do to help and ease their condition. Leaders tend to have a lot on their plates and they can suck it up. Think about what can you take away from them. Think about how you can provide them with solutions rather than coming up with problems all the time. Look, I know none of this is open, open sesame, but if you can't control your leaders, you can control your own behaviour. And one way of actually influencing your leaders is to be the best leader you can be. And remember, you can lead from any chair. You don't have to have a title to lead. And the way I believe it's best to lead in this situation is to upwardly manage. Hope this helps. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope that's helped or at least given you a couple of first steps. And if you have questions about leadership, leadership at home, leadership at work, or leadership in your community, we would love to hear from you. Please visit mentoringwithmitch.com and we'll get through as many questions as we can. And also subscribe so you make sure you get to hear every episode. And importantly, if you've got friends or colleagues or even family that you think would benefit from hearing some of these answers or some Mentoring with Mitch, please make sure you share with them as well. Until next time, find the passion, develop the skills, make the numbers and make a difference.